here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Damon, I received a WhatsApp message from you last night saying, and I quote, people who take kids to a bar should be fucking shot. Do you care to elaborate on that? Yeah, I, all right. I, I can. Because, and I, and it's, I just, look, there are places where you can take a child um, and get them a hamburger and a fucking hot dog and you can enjoy a beer, right? Or drink whatever you prefer, right? But I really feel like there are specific locations where it is meant for adults, right? Why? Because we don't want to hear kids. We don't want to hear the screaming of kids. We want to sit in our own depression and alcoholism alone without your stupid kids running around, right? Just because you have kids doesn't mean... I have kids. And there are places that, that uh, should be designated for that. Those places are usually known as bars and or pubs if you are from the uh, Isle of uh, Great Britain. Is that an island of Great Britain? Is it England? That, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're an island, yeah. All right, good. You are an island, but I mean, I didn't know if we wanted to include all, everybody in there. I know all the fucking nonsense that you guys go through. All right. Britain. Britain is an island of yeah. uh, Scotland, Wales, England. Yeah, all, co- all collective. I should know this, right? I mean, Christ. Uh, getting away from my terrible history and my geography, my point being is this. Uh, you, why, would you, why would you do that to people, is my point. Like, if you're the parent, why would you do that? You know where you are. And don't give me, well, I gotta, I gotta, I can't, you know, I got, they're my kids, I can't. Listen, then don't go. That's not a place for you to go. Go to Applebee's or go to fucking TGI Fridays or go to wherever. There are places for that. Like, what is the kid, here's another thing. What is the kid gonna do besides run around and be bored? Now I gotta entertain a fucking kid? And I ain't entertaining. The kid comes up to me, I'll just look at him and be like, you know, you, you might wanna get the fuck away from me, dude. I'll kick you in the face. Get away. <laughs> One time, I was at uh, a bar, and there were some ladies dancing, let's say, provocatively. And mm-hmm. someone had brought their eight-year-old daughter, and oh. the eight-year-old daughter was copying the dancing. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? It was me? horrific, yeah. That's, I mean, listen, if you go to an establish like that, establishment like that, Joel, you're going there... Here's the thing. I truly believe that you go to those places to hang out with your friends, right? You hang out just to have, you know, it's more of hanging out with, with 
your mates, as uh, we like to say, as opposed to seeing boobs. You know what I mean? Boobs are great. Don't get me wrong. I love a boob. But it's not about the boob. It's about the... It's not. It's not about the boob, Joel. It's about the the camaraderie with your friends and the added bonus of hey, look a boob. Hey, there's another one. Uh, that's what it is, right? Um, you don't. Uh, the last thing you need is a is a is a child in that. I don't know. I, I, am I am I out of my mind on this one? I really feel like there's a reason why these are bars, and that's why they're there. So people can get away. Don't people understand? They're havens. Have you They're ever all... seen people, uh, kids in bars in Japan? No. No. No, me neither. No. No. I see, I see it here. I, see, I, I absolutely see it here. And it's not all the time, right? And again, it's more places where it's more, you know, you know again, I don't have a problem with a fucking... TGI Fridays or an Applebee's or one of those chain garbage restaurants, right? Or an Olive Garden or whatever. You want to have a beer with your fucking all-you-can-eat pasta? Knock yourself out. But again, uh, just a bar that, that doesn't even serve – Joel, this doesn't even serve food. Doesn't even serve food. Like, what, do you, what does a kid do? I have a Shirley Temple. Shut up. Get out. Right. I'm worried that I've I've started off the podcast with Grumpy Damon now. No, Can I, I'm going to change the subject and make it something nice that okay. I think you're excited about. Something I'm excited about as well. All right. Because let's give a shout out to the legend himself, Editor Dan, who mm. makes all this possible, who puts in hours and hours and hours of his own time, totally unpaid, like both of us are, to get this podcast on the airwaves. Because if it weren't for him, let's be real, there's no podcast. There's no Super J cast without Editor Dan. No. Right? So... He is doing some exciting stuff at the moment. You are Music Damon. Music Damon, can you give me your expert musical take on what Editor Dan is up to? Yeah, so he's got his band. Um, and so not only are they creating music, they're also kind of creating this mockumentary, rockumentary, <laughs> um, of the band. And it's, again, it's not... It's kind of like I is guess. It, like, sorry, let me just jump in with the name. It's yeah. Escape the Box, right? Yes, Escape the Box. And you can follow them on Twitter at Escape the Box UK. So yes, just throw that in there and take it away, please, and and follow them because here's the thing. Um, I, I like the music, and I think that you will too. But even if you don't, you know, support him because he's he's hustling, he's working hard, and it won't hurt you, right? Um, the music's good. I think it's the music's really good. good, and I'm saying that not just because it's Editor Dan, like. It has, I guess the best way I use to describe it to him is it feels like early 2000 British rock. And what I mean by like Arctic Monkeys and, and, and the bands of that flavor, right? Guitar-driven, heavy drums, um, like big beats. That's, that's them. Um, and they sound really good. And, and here's the thing like the little video things that they do and and I do a little little thing a little skit with them a little um a little little something I'll leave I'll leave the surprise when it finally gets released but I do a little something a little voice stuff for them so um I don't know look I'm here's what I here's really what it is to me it's it's Dan is a great guy who helps us out but over and above that like here's a dude that's hustling to make his dream happen right um 
and and, and that the grind, as the kids like to call it, Joe, the grind. Um, and he's working the grind. So please follow him. Please uh, give him a listen. Please support him. And 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 I say that with with the idea of I really think you'll enjoy it. So give it a listen and um, support Editor Dan because he's a great guy. Hustles for us, and he's hustling for him. So uh, let's help him get some likes, follows, and listens. Yeah, so the music is going to be coming on the 5th of August. Uh, a little something involving Damon. It's secret as to what he's done. And if you want to find out, do keep an eye on the socials. Like I said, Twitter, at Escape the Box UK. All right, Damon, please open the uh, WhatsApp group chat because I've sent you a link to something, and I want your live reaction to it. Oh, God. Have you got it there? Is this porn? Um, I hope it's porn. Nearly. I like porn. There's nothing wrong with porn. Like if you sent me porn, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> nice. Patron. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, whoa. The live wank along with Joel and Damon. Yeah. Is that C3PO? What the fuck is that? Um, T- tell see? the listeners what you're seeing. I'm seeing a gold fi- It looks like an Oscar. Like it, it's, it's just a gold plated figure. Like I th- at first I thought it was three- C3PO. Um, is that Kota Ibushi? Ibushi? It is Kota Ibushi. Is it really? <laughs> In yeah. gold? Yep. Wow. That's why we're doing this. What does this mean? What is the significance of this? Is he an Oscar? Is he an award? Is he going to be like a Grammy or an Emmy? You're going to win an Ibushi? Is this what this is? Did you fancy buying one of those? 9,000 yen? 9,000 yen, which would be what? About 90 bucks US? Mm-hmm. No. I, why would anybody buy this? Like, like this is the... Like, it's all gold. Like, there's no... De- like different colors are the is, is, are the details like it's just a gold wrestling figure i don't like i don't like figures like that no i i don't what, what, what would you do with it mm. for nine that's expensive too <laughs> is it like a limited edition all i can tell you is that the uh copyright is listed as the ibushi wrestling research institute <laughs> oh god of course it is that's amazing. Nah, like I would not buy this. Like I wouldn't buy this if it were five dollars. To be honest with you, it's just because because again, it's all one color. I don't know. Like, do, they I, they do have a non gold version, but oh, I just thought I'd link you to the gold one. Yeah. Okay, I, I I would be more inclined to buy the non gold version, but yeah, that was weird. That's a, that's a weird figure. I don't like. I don't know. Liger has a couple of those. Like they're like one of them is like clear. Like it's like a clear figure. Clear. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> totally transparent Liger figure. Why? Right. That's what Why I'm trans- saying. Why? Like I don't understand it. Um, like the whole idea of the figure is the detail of the, uh, the of the gear and the you know I don't ask me. Now that would be that would be in a non-purchase for sure. That's for sure. Did you see Kazuchika Okada in this little baseball segment thing that was on? Yeah. Yeah, I did. News. Uh, and I, as a matter of fact, I was. Um, how did I find it? Um, I don't know. I, just, I I I found it the day it came out. Um, yeah, this uh, cornbread news team uh, in somewhere in Indiana is it or you know literally mid America. Like when you hear about mid America and all the pluses and minuses of mid mid America. Um, this was it. <laughs> this was it in a nutshell. This is Americana. Uh, yeah, they. I, I. From what I understand, the person like there's a person in the on the production team that's a big wrestling fan, 
um, that pulled the clip and and had it run because so here's a little behind the scenes. So in local news, local news is really horseshit, may I say? And what do I mean by local news? So each city, and I'm sure you have it too, Joel, over there. But each city has their own local broadcast. So Philadelphia has their local news. New York has their local news. Uh, Washington, Los Angeles, all these markets, Houston, Detroit, everybody has their own local market and their own local news. And usually they're, they're, they're good, well, at least back in the day, they were solid ratings. They always got the 11 o'clock news, 10 o'clock news, always got great ratings. Um, Six o'clock news, always got great ratings because it was, it was the news. It's like, it's like you fucking watched it. And even the, like the wet, it's kind of like um, what's the movie with? Uh, is it Ron Burgundy? Um, Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. I mean that movie is goofy, but it's kind of true. I mean, there's there are there's a lot of truth to this. So, uh, anywho, this guy worked in, in in local news. What they'll do, Joel, is so there's a service that will just give these local news places the same fucking story. Because there's only so much news in a local market, right? Before it's just like, you know, a hundred year old Tilly Wilson, you know, blew out her candles for the hundred and seventeenth time. You know, it's like, okay, who gives a fuck? Um, so they have this service that sends out quote unquote news to all these local markets. And I and usually that's what they do to fill the space. But this didn't happen. This guy, from what I understand, just did this for their market, right? Um, and he works in that market. I think it's like Indianapolis. Or I forget exactly where it was. Um, so yeah. So long and the short of it is, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Okada!" Uh, and then the, the pitch and everything in his full gear. In his full gear, right? And you, did you hear the the the, 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 the newscaster, the, the the young lady? She's like, "Oh," <laughs> when he did the rainmaker pose <laughs> and his shirt off. Nailed the pronunciation of his name. So well done. Yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, I'm sure but... it was spelled out phonetically, but yeah, good job. If I'm going to give one complaint, camera didn't zoom out when he did the Rainmaker pose. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. Fucking amateur hour, Damon. <laughs> I know. I know it. Uh, and, but wait, there's another thing, too. Did you see the pitch? That was a that was a that was like good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a breaking ball. It was, it was, it was like almost like a slider. I think it had a break on it. Um, and, and, and if you go on YouTube, there's, there's hundreds of clips of celebrities throwing out the first pitch. That bounce the ball up, or they'll like just fucking dart it into the stands. They're just terrible. That was a good solid pitch. He's got an arm. It was a good pitch. Um, yeah, he's. See, I, I would plug the article that I'm looking at, but it was written by the person who's mean to Andrew Rich, and I don't like them, so I'm not going to. All right, good. Fuck them. Let me ask you this, Damon. Yeah. To use your catchphrase, let me ask you this: um, Which New Japan wrestler would be most appropriate for? opening a game for your favorite sports team Ooh, i'm not gonna lie there are times where i'm like i could probably get a new japan person if they're in town during a sporting event to either a drop the ceremonial first puck or throw out the first pitch or like i've actually thought about that like getting a hold of me like you know, i can make this happen for you guys um hook me up H- hit me up new japan pro wrestling um who would it be? I mean, Okada's probably, but Liger's pretty, pretty great too. Like having Liger come out to throw out a first fucking pitch, how great would that be? Um, I'm looking for more of like a, a kind of thematic 
link between the wrestler. Like, oh. for example, if I, you know, someone kicking off an Arsenal game, let's go with uh, Robbie Eagles because he's the sniper of the skies and Arsenal of the gunners. Okay. Oh, you're, that's this is going to be tough. I would say, um, well, you could do Robbie Eagles because of the Eagles, right? Phil of the Eagles. Uh, no, he, he's he's coming to Arsenal. You can't. He's going him. to Arsenal. He's, I can't use. He's him busy. Now. All right. Uh, <laughs> he's not making that flight. He'll be exhausted. <laughs> All right. Um, how about we have um, we have Godo drop the puck for the Flyers because they're both losers. Oh. <laughs> yes, I like it. Very good. Very good. Done. 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 All right. Uh, last bit of news here was I've seen the Farley Dojo, Young Lions, Liam Fury and Patrick Shishka have joined the NJPW Dojo. So good luck to those boys and hopefully we'll be seeing them helping out ringside very, very soon. Yeah. Didn't we meet them? We met them, didn't we? Did Were we? They... Yeah, I thought so. At, at Follies, right? Remember when Hanari introduced us to him? He's like, oh, these guys are uh, from New Zealand. They're, they're... Was it them? I could have sworn Listen, we're famous. Yeah, we meet. Do you, do you know how, how many hands we shake? Um, yeah, so uh, I think we did, though. I think uh, I think we actually did. Wow, talk about metaphor for life. You know what I'm looking at right now? It's a little rainy day here in uh, South Jersey. Um, it's Mother's Day, by the way. Mother's Day, for those who care in the United States. Happy Mother's Day if you are a uh, mother or a uh, all that, or if you have one. I don't. <laughs> um, a balloon just floating in a puddle down the street. A single oh balloon. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at right now in my office. It is a single balloon floating down the street, just lonely and floating. Yep. That's a metaphor for life right there. Nice. Sounds like something out of Stephen King's It. Uh, or maybe The Kingdom. Vinny <laughs> <laughs> Marcel, you're going to start crawling yeah. out from underneath your house. Good. Great. Uh, you can pay rent. All right. Uh... <laughs> All right. Should we crack on with them with the best of the fucking super juniors? Yeah, I'm excited, actually. This is going to be good. Um, again, we've talked about it a trillion times leading up to it. A lot of big names, a lot of, lot of uh, great matchups, and it should be a wonderful tournament. The I'm looking at the schedule. Man, you can't fall behind. This is, all, this is G1-like, Joel, in the sense of you... Got, if you're following along with this, you have to stay on it every night because there, there are shows just about every night, and there's like four or five matches every night. You can fall behind very quickly. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a grind. Talking about the grind, it's going to be a little bit of a grind here with this uh, Best of the Super Junior coming up uh, t- tomorrow? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. fuck. All right. Yeah, so uh, – I hope everybody's hydrated and ready, and uh, we are. And correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to do our picks live here on this show. Yeah, and it might make for a terrible podcast with us just doing our picks match by match, but that's never stopped us before, has it, Damon? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, listen, you came back after last week's show, right? <laughs> Did you notice, Damon, that they've got a new trophy? Uh, I, I think Naito broke the last one. Oh, uh, I re- yeah, you know what? I do kind of remember him like picking. Yeah, um, they got a new. Is, is it not? No, I mean, if you could send me a a, a pick via our WhatsApp, 
Um, I could take a quick look at it. But I know I did not know. But now that you mentioned that, yeah, it would make sense because that clumsy Naito uh, fucking destroyed the other one. Uh, is it nice? Is it sharp? Is it better than that fucking gold abushi? It is the gold abushi, isn't it? You're telling me that's the junior heavyweight title? The junior or the, the uh, best of the super trophy? It's it's much nicer than the last one. It's it's more sort of sleek, minimalistic. I will send you a picture on WhatsApp. And also, I want to pick your brains on the fashion because the biggest talking point, you know, pre-G1, pre-Best of Super Juniors, they always have the press conference where everyone gets up on stage and it's a fashion parade where you get to... I don't know what what happened to that Come sentence. On, she just died halfway. <laughs> Look at their clothes and say, "Are their clothes nice or not?" Yeah, that's that's really the gist of it. It's it's where. Here, how about this? Let me let me let me let me do this for you, Joel. <clears throat> me me me. Where New Japan's young and brightest stars shine brightly on the stage at the best of the Super Junior Presser. Pretty nice, right? That, very professional. Thank you, buddy. Someone should give you a job. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> oh. Right, now I sent you... Okay, you got the picture of the trophy now. I have... It, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. It looks like... Um, looks like a, like, a, like a flame, maybe a hand. Like a Hadouken. Yeah. Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, I don't have the full th- thing, but it looks kind of... Right, I'm going to say it out loud. It looks kind of chintzy. It looks kind of cheap, doesn't it? What are you thinking? You I like think it this? looks better than last year's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not doing a lot for me. Because it's. I, I think it's the weird design. Like, everything's kind of flowing, for lack of a better term. It's metal. I don't know how it's flowing. But um, to like the, to the right... Like, I don't know how I would describe this thing. Like, is that a bird on top of there, Joel? Or is that are they, are they, is that like a wing that I'm looking at? Or are there flames? Mm. Exactly. Mm. I, don't, I just think it looks better than last year's one. Last year's just got big prongs everywhere. It looked quite dangerous. This one doesn't look that safe, to be honest with you. You see those sharp edges? Hmm. Did you see the? Uh, let, let's have a look at the fashion choices. I sent I sent you a link to that. Have you got yes. that? The Twitter link. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the Who's the uh, Twitter person that's that's uh, making this happen? Uh, this is Arum at Arumi, and she does this for all the, the the press conferences. We get lovely tweet threads with her sartorial hot takes on how well dressed the New Japan wrestlers are. Yeah, I think so I met her. Top work there. I met her. I don't think she likes me. I don't know. Because I, I walked up to her and I was like, hey, I see you on Twitter, but I forget your name, blah, blah, blah. My name's Damon, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, hi. Maybe she's just shy. I don't know. I just yeah, like... you're, you're a big deal, Damon. I'm, I'm not a big she's deal. probably dude. starstruck. Uh, no, no. But I just was just like, okay, I'll leave now. Bye. <laughs> like, I just wanted to say hi because I, I just recognized her. But okay. I hope she, I hope she doesn't like I hope she likes me. Um, she's a fan of the show, Damon. She must like you. I mean, she might. maybe she likes you. What do you think of these clothes then? Um, I, now, here's a fun fact. I do like I, I like the uh, men's fashion. I do. I don't know why, but I've always been. I don't want to say fascinated, but um, I like I like a good look. I, here's, here's what I like. I like effort. I like when people put in effort. So um, this this I can appreciate. All right, uh, where should we start here? We'll start with uh, I see Dragon Lee in a kind of a 
like a, I guess a, a slate brown. Is that what this would be? Um, f- tailored looks good. Tight around the nuts. <laughs> Looking good. I like that. That's fine. See, I like. I, I think I'm more f- into um, no ties than ties. There's show. Show's got a like a sporty jacket on. I don't like the pants though. They're like white pants, but the but the, the jacket is nice and the tie. Nice little combination there. See, these guys are young, but he's not that young. But he looks young. He could pull it off. Gresham looks like he's going for a job interview right here. He looks good. Little navy suit, tie, all buttoned up nice. Looking good. All right. Uh, Marty Skrull, what the fuck's he wearing? Is that a, like a leopard print? <whistles> he looks like. He looks like he's he's ready to go. A little rock and roll. Let me ask you this, Joel. Do you like this combination? Do you like black on black? Black on black! I hit the sack. Do you like that? Do you like a black on black? Like a black shirt and a black tie? <laughs> I'm reading this down. It just stays in the show, by the way. I'm getting breaking news via the, um, the WhatsApp. That is how we communicate. And I, I, and I quote Joel. Molly's locked herself out. I'll be two minutes. <laughs> she locked herself out of her own house. Oh, locked herself out of the house. Why is it going to be two minutes? What? This wacky fa- All right, let me just go on then. I guess I'll go on. I'll, I'll take it from here. I'm um, looking at Will Ospreay. Will looks good. Yeah, Will's got like a, like a Paisley thing going on here. Blue looks good. Will always looks good. I think Will Will's a good... Good snappy dresser. He does well. I would say overall we're looking at overall we're doing pretty good. Shingo looks good. I like that. I like the no tie look. Oh, is that Ishimori? Ishimori looks tight. Three piece suit. Nice dark gray tie. Nice contrast. Like that. Tiger mask. Tiger mask has got like a sweater thing going on. That's not bad. I mean, I think you could dress it up a little bit. Taka's just wearing a hoodie. He looks like garbage. Uh, Kenamara's got the blue blazer, and I don't mean Owen Hart. Little t-shirt action, that's fine. A little casual, but good. Taguchi's just wearing a fucking t-shirt, like a polo shirt. Nah, you gotta you gotta upgrade it. Whoa, is that? Wow, I think we got a winner here in Yo, with the pattern, like a blue pattern, like checkered pattern suit. Wow, three piece, the vest. That might be the winner right there. Yo is the winner. Uh, El Fantasmo has got this Paisley thing going on. Not Paisley. Pastel. What did I say? Paisley? Pastel. It looks good, though. You could probably pull that off. And then Bushi's got the black-on-black thing that I don't really like. All right. So Joel's back. He's giving me words. So let's see if we can reconnect here. here yeah, I'm on, here. Oh, you're here? Okay, great. I, I, we, so I, what, what have I missed? Who's the winner? Well, Who won the fashion contest? I went with Yo. I thought Yo uh, with the blue... The little checker pattern uh, in it. That was a three-piece. It was really nice. That that was my winner right there. I think that's a that's a solid choice. How did she lock herself out of the fucking house? Now we got to know. Uh, she went to collect a parcel, and we've got like a little electronic sort of keypad thing on the wall where I should be able to press a button that opens the door for her, but it wasn't working. So me and Gati went down the lift to let her in. Oh, very nice. All right, everybody's safe. But yes, Yo is my winner, absolutely. So good job there. My choice would be El Fantasma. I think it looks great. You like that? I was about to say that it's a different, it's a different color uh, than what all the other boys were wearing. 
Um, it did stand you know, out. Something out of um, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very 80s aesthetic. Um, uh, he could pull it off. I don't think anybody, I don't think a lot of people could pull it off. I think he can pull that off because um, it kind of even fits a little bit with his gimmick. So, yeah, good for him. I, I, I like the bold choice, but I would go, yo, for the classic, sharp, tailored, fucking right for, you know, he fit, fit the mood. He's wearing the. He's got the title. He looked good. Look, look like look like a million bucks. Good good job by him. Did you ever play Mega Man? Uh, that's the one with the little fucking space guy that you would. Pew, pew, pew. Yes. Yeah, yes, I have. And you know there were sort of themed bosses like you know Cut Man or this man that man. It was all something man. Yes. So New Japan did these cool little Mega Man style graphics for each entrant in the Best of the Super Juniors. I don't know if you've seen that, but let's play a little game here. I will say the Mega Man nickname of each wrestler, and you, you tell me who you think they are. All right. Okay. Some of them right. are easy, some of them are quite difficult. Okay. Uh, Tiger Man. Tiger Mask. Gold Man. Gold Man. Kota Ibushi. <laughs> um, Gold Man. Would that be either sh- – I'll go show. It is show. Yes. Dragon Man. Dragon Lee. Scar Man. Scarman, it's S-C-A-R? Yeah. Scarman? The wrestler who's got a, a distinctive scar on his chest. Oh, um, Teton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Badman. Um, it's not Rikishi. <laughs> um, Kanemaru? No, it's Marty Skull. He's bad man. The villain. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That's stretch. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of stretch, Octopus Man. Grisham. Bone Man. Bone Soldier. Uh, Ishimori. Booze Man. That's Kanemaru. Hype Man. Hike Man. Hype. Oh, oh, Hype H-Y-P. Man. Uh, Flavor Flav. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, hype man. Oh, uh, uh, Taka. Michinoko. Pump man. <laughs> Dana McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls call me that. Um, <laughs> um, that was inappropriate. Uh, we wouldn't want inappropriate things on our podcast, would we? We would God not. God forbid. God forbid. Pump man. Who the fuck is pump? Let me think. Pump one of his Shingo, moves. Shingo, Shingo, Shingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Buttman. But oh, to Gooch. Catman. Catman. Uh, Will? Yep. Because of Hiromo uh, calling him a cat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Foreverman. Rocky. Silverman. S- Yo? Okay. Bandit Man. Bandito. Young Man. Young Man. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, it's going to be stuck in my head for the next two hours. Young Man. Uh... You know, we had a, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we had a, a talent, teacher talent contest for a, a school assembly a few weeks ago. Mm. And I hate getting up on stage and doing stuff in front of people. But Mally wanted to do a YMCA dance and she begged me to come on stage with her uh, pretending to play the saxophone <laughs> dancing while she was doing the YMCA dance. 
<laughs> I've got a video yes, of it. Yeah, that's it what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Is there, can we, can, how about this? Can you send it to me? Impossible. And I won't share it with anyone. Who am I going to share it with? Uh, and then you can determine if our fine listeners can get a hold of this for maybe a dollar. T- for a t shirt. Anyone who's bought a t shirt. Screenshot the receipt and I'll send you a copy of the video, but you're not allowed oh to God. share it with anyone. Well, they, they, you can't make that roll. Once they have it, it's they, they can do whatever they want with it, right? No. But, well, I mean, I, we want, we don't want you to because, again, if you bought a T-shirt, we want everybody who bought a T-shirt to have it. But, um, yeah, don't don't share it. I mean, but you can't say – I mean, I mean, you could say it, but it doesn't mean they're going to do it. You know what I mean? But I would hope they would be honest. But, yeah, that would be great. If you had, a, Yeah, you want them to do that? If if you if they bought a T-shirt and they could just do a screenshot of the fucking receipt from Pro Wrestling Tees and you can get well, yours. If they've already bought one, right? Does that still count? Or does it have to be they have to buy a new one from now on, a new one? Yeah, they got to buy a new one. I'm sorry, you got to buy a new one. Please, we got eight bucks last month. Come on, <laughs> you know struggling mean? to pay the bills here. Dave. We really are. Times are times are really fucking lean here at the Super J Cast. Buy a T-shirt. We'll send. Joel is going to send. Joel's going to send you a fucking video of him jerking off in a. <laughs> no, no. Wait, what? Why am I sending them that video? <laughs> no, not, not that video. Uh, you doing the saxophone, miming. And doing the YMCA. I mean, I listen. You know what? I'm gonna buy a fucking T-shirt for that. I'll I'll buy a T-shirt. I'll buy a T-shirt today to to see that video. So consider it done. You'll see you'll see my name up there uh, with the list of thousands that will be buying T-shirts for this. Right back on topic because you don't want to go off topic on the Super yeah. J class. Young man, who's that? Young man, um, Narita. Headbang man. <laughs> what? Headbang man. He- Headbang man, yeah. Oh. Well, who the fuck am I missing here? Think of my list. It's, it's, his, his new nickname is the Headbanger with an A, not an ER. Robbie Eagles? No, it's uh, El Phantasmo. That's his nickname? The Headbanger? Mm hmm. Stinks. He's already known as El Phantasmo. Why does he need a nickname? It's not like his name is, is Mark his Jones. Name? No, no, I don't think it what is. Are you, what are you going to call your baby, Mrs. Phantasm? I will call him L. L. <laughs> that is the funniest fucking thing I've heard today. Phantasmo. Ah, the Phantasmos from Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantasmos are coming around for dinner. We've uh, got to make the place look good. Yes, yes, yes. Clean up. Listen. Gotta look respectable. I gotta keep up with the Phantasmos. <laughs> I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. Phantasmo. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, Gunman. Hmm. Um, um, that's, is that Eagles? It is. Okay. Strange Man. Strange Man. Um, is that, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Dookie? <laughs> Doki. 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 And I got some help from that from friend of the show, Momo. You remember Momo? We went to I do uh, New Year Dash with her and Fraser. Yeah, lovely, lovely young lady. Yes. Um, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad she. I'm glad she's actually uh, listening and in contact with us. That's great. Um, All right. Some... And the last one is Poison Man. 
That would be uh, C.C. DeVille. <laughs> no, from Poison, the guitar player. Um, Colin would have got that joke. <laughs> uh, what are we doing, Poison Man? Um, fucking... Uh, what? Bushi. Yeah, you All got right. it. Yeah, I didn't do that so, bad. No, you were great. So let's talk about these block splits then. Block A, uh, A block. We've got Tiger Mask, Takamichinoku, Titan, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Marty Skull, Jonathan Gresham, Dragon Lee, Taiji Shimori, Shingo Takagi, and Sho. And then B block, we've got Rocky Romero, Robbie Eagles, Ren Narita, Doki, Bandido, El Phantasmo, Will Ospreay, Bushi, Yusuke Taguchi, and Yo. So first off, Damon, how do you think they did with the block splits? Does, does that look good to you? Do you think they've done a good job splitting them up? Because... It seems to me that we've got a flippy block and then we've got a, a grapply block. And I like it. I think they've done well there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, just, again, looking at it on paper, and this might be more skewed toward my pro wrestling tastes and pro wrestling styles. I feel like if you consider the first block, you know, the show... Shingo, Ishimori, Dragon Lee, Teton, that block, show. I like that block a lot. I don't I, like. I'm looking through the schedule, and there's really not a show where, pardon the pun, where I'm down on, on the majority of the matches. Like all these matches look really fucking sweet on paper. And that's not to say that B block or the second block is bad by any stretch. But um, if I were going to have to take one that I would say would be, you got to watch these shows, it's that, it's that, you know, Marty, Gresham, Shingo, Ishimori, Dragon League, uh, that block. Whew. I mean, again, compared to Bushi and Taguchi and, you know, Rocky. You take it. You take a slight step back, and here's the thing: with the slight step back for that first block, I mean, in that block, the and again, I put this in air quotes. The worst are Tiger Mask, Taka, and what? Kanemaru, who's not bad at all. Like really, you'd have to struggle to make a ba- a three bad. Uh. Workers in there, and again, Taka's not a bad worker, and Tiger's not a bad worker. Just on the skin, you know, what I'm trying to fucking say here. But the other block, there's there's a little bit more in there that you're kind of like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, to, to sum it all up, I like A block a lot better than I like B block. I think pre shenanigans, I mean, we'll we'll get onto that. But B block had, like I said, all the flippy guys like Eagles. Uh, would have had Flip Gordon, El Desperado, Bandido, El Fantasmo, Osprey. So. I could see what they were going for there. Yeah. Yeah, it, did, it, did, it does feel like it would have that element. Even though Will is trying to get away from that to a certain degree, he still has that element in his game, so no no doubt. Let me ask you this, and I'm sure somebody's asked us this question, and I don't want to steal their thunder. And you can give full credit to them. I don't care, but it, it is on my mind, and I have to work this way. Baby, I was born this way. Um, by the way, I love that song. I absolutely it's one of Mally's favorite songs. Is it really? It's one of her karaoke specials, yeah. I fucking love that song. 
I think it's one. I think it's one of the best songs in the past ten years. What do you think of that? I like the better one. It was called Erasure, but <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I just fucking love that beat, man. Oh, I could do some fucking nitrate poppers and stay up all night. Be great. Um, what was my point, Joel? Where, where were we going with this? Oh, the question. You were going to ask me a question. Yeah. Um, how how much of a hurt? How much of a of a of a bang up? A dent job did losing Flippy Gordon and El Desperado in this tournament. How how bad do you think that hurt this tournament's quality? Can we get onto that later? Yes, we can. That's called the radio tease. Yep, the radio tease Mm -hmm. will do. All right, cool. Do you have a question? Pro Wrestling V1 says, is the A block way more stacked than the B block? And why do you suppose that is? I think uh, pre-substitutions, I don't... Think, well, maybe slightly. I mean, you can see they, they've got the champion in there, uh, Dragon Lee. They've got the former champion, Ishimori, and they've got the guy that everyone's talking about, Shingo. So definitely, I think they were trying to have... Uh, oh, and of course, Shingo with his rivalry with Show, definitely more shine to the A block. But I don't think the B block was bad. So I, I, I don't know. They seemed fairly even to me before the people pulled out. What did you think? Yeah, before the people pulled out, it's, it seemed like it because I think Des- El Desperado helped make that a little bit more. Um, and again, I don't want to make it sound like that that block is bad. It's because it's not. It's really good. But again, you know, if I had a preference over one or the other, uh, but even now, I think it's 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 solid. But again, I, I said it before. I just spent five minutes talking about it. It's it, if I look at that block A and I look at the block B and I line up the names. And I'm crossing off names that I think are really great, and I, I'm crossing off names that I think are eh, okay. I probably would normally fast forward. Um, there's probably more people that I'm fast forwarding and on the other side than 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 in block A. And we've got a lot of really interesting matchups, a lot of first time matches, a lot of quote unquote dream matches. But big question here is going to be time. How much time are these guys going to get? Are they going to get enough time to work a, a decent match? So. Car placement is going to be really important here. How many minutes do you think, Damon, is the ideal time for a one-on-one junior match? And how many minutes do you think most of these matches are going to get? I mean, ideally, everybody kind of puts the sweet spot in around 12, 13, 14 minutes. But I don't think the majority of these are going to get that. I think the majority of the match is going to be in the 8 to 10 minute range. And then your main event is going to go a little bit longer. Um, I'm looking at some of these shows... You know, when we get into like the, the second week of this, like or, or at, at the end of May, am I looking at this cr- properly? I felt like I wasn't, and I didn't have time to verify. So if you look at like dates like the 22nd and the 23rd and the 24th, are these shows complete junior singles matches? Yes. From both blocks? That's amazing. I mean, that's one, two, three. Wait, one. Ten singles matches. Holy shit. That's fucking amazing. Like I was like, am I reading this right? Ten singles matches. Does I, that excite you, or does it scare you a bit? Excites me. I mean, you don't even get this for G one, right? You get so there's there's going to be a period between May twenty second and May twenty sixth where we will watch forty singles junior matches. I'm I'm down. I'm down. I think it'd be great. 
You know, I mean, one, it's completely fucking different, right, than what we're normally accustomed to. I mean, what would you rather see? Fucking Nakanishi, Tenzan, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, in a meaningless tag match? No, oh, well, I'm really excited about it. I, I'm interested to see how they're going to go about it with the pacing because I poo-pooed the notion of having a double block at the G1 Dallas show. I was like, <laughs> 10 singles matches in a show, it can't be done. But now we are getting it, and we're getting it four times in a row. Do you think how are you, how, how are they going to structure that so as not to burn everybody burn out? out the audience? Yeah. Well, I mean, you figure it's not like they haven't had single elimination tournaments throughout the history. I mean, the Super J Cup being the most famous of those, right? Um, I think I think the. <laughs> it goes back to one of our classic lines, Joel. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> um, so, and I, I'm excited for it. You mean to tell me, sitting through these matches, you're not going to be excited? For that? Like, every match means something. I can't wait. I'm me really neither. excited. It's like a, a sort of, not mini, because it's the same length, but like a... What am I trying to say? A sort of pseudo G1. Yeah, a pseudo G1 or a pseudo, uh, I mean, a, a nightly J Cup. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But And this is every night. 22nd, 23rd, 24th, we're getting this. And some of these matches are fucking tight. I mean, on the 23rd, you're getting Lee versus Shingo. 23rd, you're getting Lee versus Shingo. Holy fuck, dude. This is going to be great. Listen, people talk talk about... I, I, I mean, I really f- feel like some of the times... I don't want to make this about us again, but we always seem to do it. Um, you know, negativity. Blah, 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 blah. This, I'm, I am fucking hyped for this. And if you're not hyped for this, I, you better check your pulse. Better go see a doctor. Get the urgent care. This is fucking great. And it starts Let's- tomorrow. Let's touch on those replacements then. Um, Liam from the Discord says, does the best of the fucking super juniors have more or less fucking in it now that Despi and Flip are out and Doki and Ren are in? So when I heard about this, I was I was really upset that El Desperado was out because he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I think it's br- he is great and this, I think, was a big chance for him to get a push. And the idea of getting uh, nine El Desperado singles matches was really exciting to me. So the fact that he's not in it is a bit of a bummer. Um, Flip Gordon, I, I can take him or leave him. I wouldn't necessarily want to say that having Renderi to there is a, an improvement across the board because you have the issue there with the fact that he's a young lion and most likely he is going to lose all of his matches. So there's an element of drama that you're losing there without Flip Gordon there because obviously Flip was going to win some matches and also I think you're losing something because Flip might have had some interesting matchups with the Flippy guys you would have got some visually spectacular matches even if you're not the biggest Flip Gordon fan in the world um Doki let's give a bit of information on Doki because there was some good stuff from uh at Lucha Blog from Cubs fan who we met at the, the Chelsea Bell Bar after yes. Madison Square Garden good guy good guy so uh, this is uh, a Japanese guy who's been adopted by the Mexican indie scene for the last decade. He arrived in Mexico in 2011. 
got his masked persona in 2012. He's been regularly touring the Mexican Indies. Uh, very helpful. Any, pretty much any Japanese wrestler who's gone to Mexico, he's been there to take care of them. And he's relocated to Texas around a year ago. Haven't seen him around much in Mexico, but he has dragon suplex, which is a signature move, head kicks, brain busters, uh, and a good reflection of the high impact suicidal Mexican indie style. So I'm just looking at the, the gifts here from Lucha Blog. Really spectacular dragon suplex that he's got there. Uh, a good suicidal sent on dive. Kind of shades of Hiromu, so you would ex- maybe guess that Hiromu perhaps learned a thing or two from Doki when he was having his time in Mexico. So, what are your thoughts on this, Damon? Well, uh, like you, I was disappointed with no no Despy, right? Because I think of all the juniors, to me, he brings a little bit of not a a danger element from a oh my god that's a dangerous maneuver uh more of a dangerous element of oh this guy will will fucking bash your face in right and and be a little bit more um aggressive and uh more of a a, a fight i guess maybe um did you see the pictures of him with the oh my god yes did you see those you look like a fucking maniac and a star yeah, that those pictures were unreal. If you haven't seen those pictures, people, go out of your way to find them. Um, it was like a four-panel shot, or maybe it was four different pictures. Um, but you know, the mask is is kind of half ripped a little bit, and the there, there's and you know he always had that exposed part of of a mask, and uh, you know just blood on one side of his face and the hair, like the 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 kind of wet curly hair going black hair he and the makeup and the fu- just the whole fucking nine yards he looked it, they looked amazing um and and th- that's where he got hurt right was it a broken jaw was it did i did i read that right that's right so this was a death match with jun kasai at takataichi mania which was on tuesday night at uh Karaku and hall what madness is that allowing one of your big guys to have a death match the week leading up to best of the super juniors yeah yeah maybe it wasn't the best decision but i i'm uh truth be told i mean it does new japan no favors that's for sure um but with that aside for from a pure fandom and and, and fan pleasure point of view i want to see that fucking match even more now i wanted to see it before now I really want to see this fucking match, um, and and I don't again. I don't know how they could do it. I don't know what 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 hoops they would have to jump through to get this done. But if you want to turn somebody into a fucking star, New Japan, if you want another if you want another tip on how to run your fucking business, here you go free free. Here's a free one for you. Get a hold of that tape. Get a hold of that tape. Get that on your network. Showcase that match. I bet you it's great, and I bet you people are going to be talking about it, and I bet you uh, that'll turn Despy into a bigger star than he already is. But, again, broken jaw out for the tournament. Um, Flip, yeah, I mean, look, to me, I don't don't have the, the... 
especially in this environment, I don't have the undying hatred that it seems like some people have for Flip. Um, I think in this element, is it really is kind of perfect for him. He can do it a five-minute, eight-minute match, get all his flips in and his stuff in, and so can the other person. And it could be a, 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 a sprinty, high-flying match. And I think it's a good element for him. I'm not looking for him to work a classic match. I'm working. I'm, I'm looking for him to get in there and fucking do what he does best, and that is his namesake. So um, it, I think it does lose a little bit of an element, but then on the other hand, with Narita, with Ren, it's the element of, okay, can this guy get a win? And I, you know they're going to be tugging on your emotions and tugging on uh, your, your, your interest in the match of him trying to pull one out and getting a win. I actually have him as a spoiler, people. I have him winning a match. I won't tell you who yet, but I do have him winning a match in this tournament. It's and it's not unheard of, right? If you can go back, to, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel. But I seem to remember Hiromo getting a, a win when he was a young lion, Hiromo, uh, in this tournament. So it's not uncommon for a young lion to get a win, but it's not like they're going to be running the table. Yeah, he spoiled Taka in 2012. Okay, so that's relatively recent history. So um, it's there. It's there for the taking. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me to see that. Who who that's going to be um, is, is the question. But I think he gets a win. I definitely do think he gets a win. So I think that's, that's where the, the intrigue will be in the tournament. And I think that, to me, that's better than watching Flip do Flip moves. To me, what's going to be more important and more fun and more exciting uh, and more interesting is where does he get that win and when does he get that win? And is tonight the night he beats this guy to get that win? That's where it's really going to be important. Just going to rewind slightly to talk about Doki, who's good friends with El Desperado. There's a, a lovely clip of him singing the Japanese Winnie the Pooh theme uh, on Twitter. I, I think I've tweeted that out earlier. Oh. Um, but it's deathmatch stuff. Um, you said put it on the network, make him a start. We've got some questions, taking it one step further from the Discord. Welke Bracha, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, says will we get a deathmatch between Kasai and Despi at the Dome as Despi's payback for injury and missing best of the Super Juniors? Is it possible in modern New Japan? And Vince says it sucks what happened to Despi. Do you think New Japan will ever start any deathmatch division? I don't think they start a deathmatch division. Um, what about I, a rematch? I, I mean, they've had deathmatches at Domes. I mean, barbed wire exploding nonsense matches at the Dome before. So that's not a New Japan has. Um, so that's not a too odd of a concept. Um, I mean, keep in mind it was the the guy who pioneered those death matches that it was in, though. Right? Um, I think the Dome is a bit of a big stage for that type of match with those people. I hate to say it. Um, I think that that match would. There's definitely a rematch. In, in in the works, right? I would think that there... Let me take that back. I don't know if there's definitely a rematch in the works, but you would think it's a, it, that would be a money match, that rematch, right? Um, I can't see that. I can't see that at the Dome. Even though there's two nights and technically they could, I just think that that stage is a little bit big for 
don't take this the wrong way, people. I know this this might upset some people, but for a let's be honest here, a, a, an indie pro wrestling match, I think that stage is a little bit big. And just to mention about Flip Gordon, the English announcement said that he was not issued the proper visa. Let's, <laughs> let, let's speculate on this, David. What, what right. do you think happened here? He fucking overslept and <laughs> didn't get his paperwork. Now, I, 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 it's funny that you said that because I wanted to ask somebody, like, it, who's responsible for that, for guys coming into the company? Like, is it the office's responsibility to get that paperwork filed or is it the wrestler's responsibility to get that paperwork filed? Um, I, it was my understanding, and I could be dead wrong, but it, it's, it was my understanding that it was the company that did that, right? The company, that, like if you're going over for a tour, the company took care of the visa. I could be dead wrong on that, though. So don't don't add us and be like, Damien, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know U.S. government protocol when it comes to I, I, No, I don't. I, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, um, but I've been involved in processes where a company is getting me a visa to go and work abroad. Right. But, and they help you do it, but... You've got to meet them halfway. You've got to get all the right paperwork and fill in the right forms and go to the right places at the right time and make sure you're doing it in a timely manner. So it's not like someone else can do it all for you, is it? I mean, I'm sure there's some some steps that have to be taken. But, but wouldn't you think that the company would have had that already? Like, they announced him being there, right? Like, he was in, in the blocks. Like, so at... Like at that point, it had to be him having his shit already in. Like if his shit, if it, like like if you're right in the sense that he didn't meet them halfway in getting that stuff together. And again, we're literally speculating. No, I'm not saying I've got no idea what happened. Right, there's but, not enough information to to right. say that there. But but if yeah. but if it you know there the logic would say okay you got to you got to do at least something flip right to get us some information so that we can get that ball rolling here in Japan. Um, Flip would have already have done that part, right? Like, if he didn't do that part, that would have been early in this process, and he wouldn't have been, even been announced on these cards, right? Like, it feels like it's it's the second half that got that got dropped, right? Doesn't it feel that way? Yeah, that's the impression I got. All right, all right. Listen, I, all I know is this: we live in a we we live in a time where this visa bullshit is really getting annoying. This doesn't just impact pro wrestling. This impacts music and theater and culture and people just wanting to explore the world and see things and go on holiday after they work their fucking nuts off all year. Like, this this is getting to be a bit of a fucking hassle. I don't know who we're pointing the finger at with this, but... Don't you feel like this is a reoccurring theme that we've been hearing a lot lately? And it's really getting on my fucking nerves at this point. How about you, Joel? What, the visa stuff? I mean, we're yeah, talking the visa two stuff. different things here because the the whole visa situation with the New Japan wrestlers not getting theirs in time for the new, new beginning USA thing was an entirely, I assume, different set of circumstances to Flip not getting the correct visa. I'm looking at our WhatsApp. Um, 
I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, I've got a question here from a listener, KSJ49, asking the important question. Really, should flat earthers be in the tournament anyway? I'm sorry. I'm still reading these comments. We're 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 talking about. All right, never mind. I won't even talk about what we're talking about. Okay, what was the question, John? I'm sorry, you had my fault. Should flat earthers should flat earthers be in the tournament anyway? <laughs> uh, was it was that confirmed that that's a gimmick though from him? Like he wasn't really. Was I, I, it, yeah. okay. I assume it was just him Being doing silly. a bit, but who knows? Uh, yeah, flat earthers. Flat Earth. Seriously, I mean, I'm going to be truthful. Flat earthers really just shouldn't have the right to. Uh, reproduce, vote, or participate in junior heavyweight tournaments. Correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's just briefly touch on each of the competitors and talk about what we expect from them, how many points we think that they're going to get. I will be using Andrew Rich's Best of the Super Juniors all-in-one preview and schedule, which is up on VoicesOfWrestling.com. So Andrew's done a terrific job there. So do go and check this out. Very comprehensive guide to the tournament and all the participants. So, Tiger Mask. What are we expecting from him? A lot of grumpiness. Uh, he was a sort of low-key good performer in last year's tournament. He went on a little run, didn't he? Won his first three matches, put on some good shows. Uh, I'm not expecting more than about six points from him, though. Yeah, I think that's that's where he'll land. Six six or a smidge lower. Um, I don't. I, I can't see him outdoing that number. Not not at this stage in the game. What is he? He's 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 in his late forties, fifties now. I mean, they're, they're, and there's really no upside to that. Now again, though, they could very well give him uh, an opening night win. Um. I mean, I can't see him going two and zero to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, I think six points is is where he'll he'll kind of land six between. I would say four and six. He'll he'll land somewhere in there. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to seeing some grumpy matches with guys like Taka, Kanemaru, maybe even guys like Gresham and Shingo. I think Tiger could be able to have some interesting performances with him. Um, looking at Andrew Rich's thing, he's 48 years old, Tiger Mask, and this is his record-extending 18th consecutive Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that is pretty fucking amazing, actually. 18, huh? Huh. Mm. That's, a, that's, a pretty, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty great streak, actually. Huh. Uh, next up... Taka Michinoku, who has, uh, did not take part last year, but he was in the year before that. So what we expected from Taka, because this is a guy who last year did not score any falls whatsoever. The entire calendar year, he was the, the pin eater in the Suzuki-gun teams. Last time he was in Best of the Super Juniors, he only scored four points. He did pick up a pin uh, last week or the week before that against yeah. Tiger Mask in a tag match. Yeah. So, again, I think he could have some interesting matches here. I'm particularly looking forward to seeing him going to work with Jonathan Gresham. I think they could have some really good grappling there. And show. I think Tacker against Show could be pretty good. But, again, I'm thinking four, four or six points, probably the ceiling here. Really? You're giving him that high? Given that, uh, I mean, it's hard to compare it to previous point totals because now it's expanded. So they're having more matches than they did before. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the lineup. I mean, who would you give Taka a win over aside from Tiger Mask? Because to me, that opening night is a coin flip, right? Between Tiger Mask and Taka. But aside from that, 
maybe Teton, maybe. I'm just thinking about guys who don't necessarily stay with the, you know, Teton is in and out. You know, he's here for Fantastic Mania and he's here for this. There's nobody else in this roster where I could definitively be like, and even Grisham, I would be like, you're not going to have Grisham lose to Taka. Um, I'd be surprised if he walked out of here with more than two. I'd be surprised. Uh, let's talk about Titan then, who this uh, his second best of the Super Juniors. He was in 2013. So I'm expecting lots of flips and flaps and flops and fun matches from Titan. He's had some really good matches this year, I think. Let me check my match of the year list because I think he's got one on there, uh, if I remember correctly. He had, yeah, a, a really great match with... Uh, Cavanario, Barbara Cavanario on February 22nd, which was incredible. So that's w- worth checking out. So I'm expecting a lot of really good matches here. Looking forward to matches against his fellow flippy people, Dragon Lee. That should be a really good one. And Shingo, I think that would be great as well because I think he's, Titan seems like a guy who could bump around the ring and make Shingo look like a monster. Yeah, I think a guy like Teton is one of the more important guys in the tournament. I'll tell you why. Like, he's a guy to me that is uh, – he's he's a mover. And what do I mean by that? So he's a guy that's going to get people out of the way. So he's going to beat people to kind of get them, you know, off the, off the charts. And he's going to lose to people to help elevate them to get in the charts. So he's he's that middle guy. He's that – he's he's a – he's – an important cog in the wheel to make everything kind of numerically fit. Um, and he delivers good matches and can deliver great matches. Uh, and a solid guy to get wins over, right? He still has a name value that people can respect and be like, oh, he got a win over this guy. Um, but it's not crazy to have him win. And, you know, he's like that perfect middle ground guy where he's able to Equalizer. get. Equalizer. Yeah, equalizer is a great word. Yes. So he's, and, again, able to have great matches and great performances in that process. So to me, a guy like him, super important. You know, maybe just as important as guys that they're trying to push to the top, right? And, again, he's able to get wins over guys to get people out of the way too. So, um, yeah, like his matches I'll definitely be keeping an eye on because I feel like that's the role that he plays in this tournament. Six points, eight points. What are we thinking? Yeah, middle of the rope. I would say high high point of 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 eight, maybe ten, maybe ten. But yeah, I would say ceiling of eight in that range. Low of, I mean, he could sink as low as four. He could, uh, but I would think six to eight would be his sweet spot. Yoshinobu Kanemaru. This is his third best of the Super Juniors in a row. Nice picture of him here wearing his t-shirt. It's kind of stylized like the. Uh, Jack Daniels whiskey label, but it says Heel Master Yoshinobu Kanemaru on it. So we're going to get a lot of kind of grimy heel stuff and whiskey sprays, but also I think some underrated wrestling. And he, I think, has got really good chemistry with Shingo and the tag matches that they've had together. It's like been I've been watching a different wrestler. He seems to just put in an extra bit of effort to make Shingo look amazing. So that is one singles match that I'm particularly looking forward to. Uh, Kanemaru, I could see him doing quite well in this. I could see eight points again, maybe eight, maybe ten. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of the road pack. The only thing, the only fear that I had, and it's not fear, but it's just like a little concern, is and and 
this is from this is maybe not from the brain, but this is more of the gut. Like it feels like to me, he needs a little bit of time and space to heat things up to get him going. Like he doesn't seem like he's a great sprint guy. So I worry about him being in matches that are six minutes, eight minutes. Right, because I just feel like he takes a little bit to get his wheel, kind of like this show, kind of like me on this show, where it takes a little bit for me to get my fucking wheels spinning a little bit, um, and find a groove. Like it, th- I feel like that—that's him too, a little bit. Um, so uh, that's my only concern with him. Um, he's not—he's not a—he's not going to win this thing, but he's a good spoiler pick. Like if you're looking for picks to see where people might. You know, it might be the guy to get the upset. Like if you're looking for an upset guy and somebody to to f- take a fall where it, it might be unexpected, him getting a win over people that's a that's that's I think that's your good pick. You know, matches with yeah, him. You, you can see him like spraying Dragon Lee in the face with whiskey and rolling right. them up and something like that. Right, right. Guys that you wouldn't expect him to get the win on paper, but fucking shenanigans, nonsense, heel work, whatever. Um, like that would be a good spoiler pick, a good dark horse pick, um, if you're looking for people to go over or under. Okay, Marty Skull. Again, it's his third consecutive best of the Super Juniors appearance. He is one third of the ROH Six Man Tag Team Champions with PCO and Brody King. Uh, Brody King actually will be joining Marty on this tour, which is an interesting one. So, we're going to be seeing a lot of Brody King in the undercard matches. Um. This is a bit of a funny one because I didn't expect Skull to be in this competition. Uh, we've got a few questions about Marty. Glozier says, with him competing for the ROH World Championship and NWA Championship, previously winning the junior heavyweight belt, is Marty Skull still considered a credible threat to potentially win Best of the Super Juniors? And Thomas says, what is Skull's position in this tournament? Does he do well middling or does he put over the other juniors since he's most likely headed to All Elite? I mean, nobody really knows his contract situation. I, I, I feel like his contract situation is more of a mystery than, you know, Kenny's was at certain points, right? Um, I really – I haven't had a firm, clear, concise answer on that um, of when this thing apparently ends. On the one hand, yeah, the question of, you know, he, in, outside of Japan – He's still very relevant and still in the mix for heavyweight titles, heavyweight championships. And you would think that would translate well into the juniors. And he still has a name. People still know him and people still respect him and people still think of him as a star, I, th- I, I, th- I think. So you would think. But I look at a lot of the names that are here. And and just the feel and and the and the sense of where this company is going. I mean, Dragon Lee's still going to be sticking around for a little bit. You don't want to have him dropping too many falls, right? Ishimori's in this block. You're not going to have him drop too many falls. I would think Sho is one of those guys that you would want to help promote and have him have a little bit of a breakout. So I think I think he gets a bit protected. Shingo obviously is going to get protected. Are, are we protecting Grisham at this point? I don't know. That that one's still a little up in the air. So I think Marty gets in the upper upper middle of the road. So he, I think he kind of falls in that 8 to 10 range. Um, I would think it would be higher than a Teton, higher than a Kanemaru, higher than a Tiger Mask, 
higher than Ataka. But those names that I just mentioned before, I think he falls under that. So upper, middle, point total. How's that? Let's talk about Gresham then. This is his first year, the Octopus. He had a really good performance at Honor Rising earlier in the year, which I think solidified his spot in this tournament. So what do we think about Jonathan Gresham? I mean, from a, a stylistic point of view, a lot of really interesting matches. Him against Taka will be really good. Him against Shingo, him against Sho, because I'm looking at sort of the more grappling orientated matches. Even him against Marty Skull, I think, could be a good one. Uh, something a bit different in the best of the Super Juniors, because traditionally we haven't had people like that, and that sort of grappling-based, submission-based stuff um, is going to be interesting. He feels like Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly spot to me, right? Um, before they 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 started really kind of catching on with New Japan, right? Um, that's that's where I kind of see Jonathan Grisham right now. I don't I don't think he has a, I mean he just did that Ring of Honor shit those Ring of Honor shows. So technically are they considered New Japan shows? What the ones this week? No, the 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 Ring of Honor um uh Honor Rising shows. Yeah, they're New Japan shows. Okay. So so if we're considering them New Japan shows, then um I mean that's it, right? That's that's really the so he doesn't really have that fan recognition, that name recognition, I would think. Then a lot of just then just about everybody else that's in that block, right? Teton, do you think Teton has a, a bigger name in Cork and Hall than Jonathan Grisham? Uh, no, I think Gresham got himself over with a crook when I think he got him over on a rising. I think he did great. Don't get me wrong. That uh, I think he did great. And I think these matches will be great. I think he is great. I'm saying just in general fan perception. Teton, has, is, is he more of a name than Jonathan Gresham? Mm, with Japanese fans, probably not. Because Teton is there more often, isn't he? He's always there for the Fantastica Mania. So they've seen more of Teton than they have a Gresham. Right. But I have them on the same kind of level, like eight points, something like that. I, I have him a little bit lower. I have him a little bit lower. Um, and again, that, that uh, point that that point to total doesn't necessarily necessarily reflect how I feel of him as a wrestler or as a performer or as the, the matches because I'm looking forward to every single one of his matches. It's more of I just don't think he has the name right now to warrant anything higher than say six points at the most. Let's talk about the IWGP Junior heavyweight champion himself, Dragon Lee. Uh, this is his third Best of Super Juniors in a row. He had a tremendous match against Ishimori, but he is up against the big guns now, the likes of Shingo, the rematch with Ishimori, facing off against Sho. So I think he is going to be in the picture when it comes to the final, the, the latter stages of the block, but I don't see him winning it. Although there's a lot of people saying that he should win it, that him keeping the belt, winning at Dominion and then facing Hiromu would be a great story. So I like that they have put the belt on him and there's a bit of uncertainty there. And from an in-ring perspective, I can't wait to see him in some of these matches because this guy's 23, he's a fucking brilliant wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that, that people even right now, are, are skeptical to have him win the block. 
I kind of like that. I like the fact that that the challengers to to potential challengers to his title seem like they're stronger contenders to win the block than the actual champion is. I kind of like that element, really. Um, and I, I think it helps set up question marks of who he would be defending against, right? So, so if if we are, if you are of the feeling that Dragon Lee is not winning this bracket, you, what you're what you're looking at, and what we're what we're getting excited over for these Dragon Lee matches, aside from the fact that he, again, these matches should be fucking great, is okay. Who's beating him? Who's who's challenging? Who are going to be the people that's not going to have him win this block, right? Um, and I think people have likely names Shingo Ishimori maybe even a show possibly maybe I'm maybe I'm projecting a little bit too high for show right now maybe but um I like the fact that there's there's doubt in that um I think he'll be high he'll be in it till the very end for sure I don't think I don't think you're going into the final night with him or you know close to the final night with with their him being dead in the water and just being a lame duck. I don't think you get that. I think he'll be in it to the end. And I think those final nights are going to be proved to be very important um, with uh, wins and losses, right? Like those, those final matches are going to be the key to, to him you know, winning this block or not. The former champion, Taiji Ishimori, this is his third best of the Super Juniors. He was previously in 2010 and last year as well. And it's weird because he seemed to be the focal point of the division in the early part of the year but now in this block he feels like I don't want to say an afterthought but definitely to me he feels behind Dragon Lee and behind Shingo in terms of the hype so it's going to be a weird one for Ishimori again I think he will be going into the final day with a chance of making the finals but I don't think he's going to win I think that this tournament is going to help reestablish him I do. Um, I think he, you know, if we're if we're laying down some some early cards here, that again that opening night that May thirteenth show, I would not be surprised if Ishimori picks up the win against Dragon Lee. I would not be surprised. Get a win back, maybe set up another challenge. Who knows? But I wouldn't be surprised if we close the show with that match and Ishimori on the house mic. I would not be surprised with that. So, um, again, he's another guy in this in this block that will be there till the very end. Um, there will be some some deciding factor later down the road that will that will impact him winning this block because I don't think he does win the block, but he's in it till the very end. Absolutely. Shingo Takagi, it will be his first best of the Super Juniors. Still hasn't been pinned or submitted once since his debut. So, to me, this whole tournament just seems all about Shingo. I, well, we'll go through our pick later, but I feel he's got a really strong chance of winning the whole thing and going on to challenge at Dominion. To me, the only question mark here is, does he go undefeated? And I think there is a big argument to be made for just having him sweep the whole block. But then you do run into some issues there with a lack of drama and you want some kind of uncertainty going into that final night. You want guys like Ishimori and Dragon Lee 
to be in the mix so that again there is some excitement you don't want it to be wrapped up with you know two nights left so I don't know how you approach this really what do you think about Shingo do you think he remains undefeated or do you think he's got he can take a few losses in this tournament without losing some of his hype and his momentum I think he could take a loss I have him taking a loss um and I think it's important Here's the thing. Whoever gets that pinfall, it's got to be meaningful, and it's got to be somebody that they're looking to uh, move forward. And I don't think he takes more than two, but I think that there's a very good possibility that he takes one. I think it's, I I would say it's a 90% chance he takes one. And I would say it's a good chance. I'd say it's a better than 50% chance that he takes more than one. I don't think he takes more than two. But I think there's a 50% chance that he takes more than one. Let's put it that way. That he takes two. I really do. Sorry, I was just getting distracted by sumo stuff because it's the start of the new Basho today. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> oh. uh, hey, by so the way, who we, to, just yeah, to pause, uh, how's, how's your Arsenal doing? I know we're... Um, let's see. What's going on in the Premier League right now? Arsenal... Still looks like we're nil-nil with Burnley. It's a bit of a dead rubber, though, because we can't really make the top four unless some very unusual things happen. I've got a... Oh, okay, so Man City have taken the lead. They did go behind against Brighton, so City are winning and Liverpool are winning. So as things stand, Man City are going to be champions. But there might be a few twists and turns left there. All right. Listen, stranger things have happened, right? Remember that one... That, what was it? It was Man City's first champion. Of course you remember that. Everybody knows yes. that story. So, again, stranger things have happened. All right, I just, want the, I just needed an update there. I, I know uh, I know we had some people that wanted me to bust your balls or some shit, and I was like, I don't think he's going to be up for me busting his balls on this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. All right, uh, let's continue on then. We're on a hot streak here with the best of the Super Junior. Show. One half of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Champions. Last year, he only got six points. He was tied for last place in his block last year. He's got this rivalry brewing with Shingo. He's got his opening match against Shingo. I'm expecting him to do better than he did last year, but I don't think he's at the level where he's going to be a contender going into the final night. So I could see eight eight or ten points for show. I think you'll see an improvement. Yeah, and I think people need to be a little bit weary of show getting the rocket and you know winding up with 12 14 you know crazy amount of points and i think everybody's a little bit a little bit too bullish on next year. Uh, yeah maybe next year yeah maybe maybe um i think this year might be a smidge early let me ask you this show has this is these are shows matches first three matches show has a match opening night against Shingo he has a match the 15th against Dragon Lee and then he has a match the 18th against Taka Michinoku where does he get his first win I wonder do you even want to do the story with him losing all of those matches and then having to claw his way back from there could you think he loses to Taka Michinoku? I could see it. So, you know, he goes absolute war with Shingo, 
narrowly gets beaten because he's just not quite on Shingo's level yet. Then what's the next one? Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee's the champion. And again, he gets beaten by Dragon Lee. Gives it his all, but he's just, he's not good enough. And then Taka, he's exhausted from those two wars he's had with Shingo and Dragon Lee. Taka uses his wits and his experience and his craftiness to get the better of show, maybe roll him up, cheeky little win. And then the story is, fuck, what's happened to show? Would I be insane if I were to tell you I have him going two and one in those three matches? Oh, okay. That is spicy because I'm, I'm, when you said that to me, I'm thinking 0-3. Oh, I have him two and one in those matches. In those three matches, I have him with two wins. Because I just still think at the moment, the way that he's positioned in the company is half of a tag team. Correct. Correct. You're 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 exactly right. Maybe maybe that changes. Maybe that changes. Let's move on to B block then. So Rocky, Rocky Romero. He again he's been missing from the most recent tournaments. The last time he was in was in 2016. So this will be his ninth appearance. And hmm. Not really sure what to expect from Rocky because I think he still is a really good wrestler. You know, you go back and you see his output in those Rapunky Vice matches. He was really good, but he just seemed to, towards the latter half of 2017, drop off after Rapongi Vice split up and you don't really see him feature prominently in his matches anymore. But I still think he can go out and put on a really good show so I'll be interested to see what those matches look like from an in-ring standpoint is he going to be like the b-block version of Taka is he just going to be doing the king of sneaky style stuff in terms of points I can't see more than about six really uh, I don't even see it that high I think Rockies will be will be fine in his role of being the experienced guy who lies down to um guys who need to be elevated. And I look at that lineup and I look at that block and it's like, you know, there's not many people I would put guys below Rocky, right? Narita, uh, maybe Eagles, but I put Eagles below Rocky. Maybe, probably not. Um, Not El Phantasmo, no. Bandito, no. Bushi, probably not. Taguchi, probably, probably not. Yo, no. I mean, I don't think you have Rocky beat Yo, do you? No, I wouldn't do that. So there's not many spots that that I, I feel comfortable with having Rocky beating that person, right? I just don't. I just can't see him getting that many points. I have him in and around. You know, four. I mean, really pushing it at six, but I really see him at around four. Robbie Eagles. Big spotlight on this guy. Uh, Mark says, thoughts on Bullet Club's Robbie Eagles as a sneaky show stealer in B-Block. I feel like he may fly under the radar, but produce nothing but stellar four or five star matches. Um, I don't know if it's going to be that high, but I'm definitely excited to see more from Robbie Eagles, particularly in singles matches, because we've seen a bit of what he can do in tag matches in the junior tag league last year. Now, 
we've seen him before in big singles matches. We've seen him have terrific matches with Will Ospreay. So I'm excited to see what he can do in a one-on-one setting. It's his first year in the best of the Super Juniors. I don't think he's going to be a threat in this tournament. Six points, maybe? Six or eight? Yep. But yeah, I can see uh, his match with Will Ospreay being a real chance to make him into a star. I mean, the highlights for me will be Eagles, Will, El Fantasmo, Bandito. I think even Renarito would be good, too. So I would think those are matches I kind of have circled as, okay, those are going to be some pretty fucking hot matches. I mean, Robbie starts out with, with Rocky, right, on the 14th. Um, so to me, I'm kind of thinking he, he starts out with a win. He starts out with Rocky, and then um, who does he have after that? He has Ren Narita. So he could he could open up 2-0. So um, I kind of see him in that role of st- strong start petering out by the end. Yeah. Do you think they've missed the trick by not having his match with Osprey in Krakowin? Um... Where is his match? Do you know? It's in Chiba. Semi-main. Hmm. I think me and a lot of other people expect that to be a main event of Karakowin. Would have been nice for him. That's for sure. It would have helped put him on the map a little bit stronger. Having it in, in you know, in the howled halls of Cork and Hall. I'm sure he would have liked it too. But he's getting a semi-main. Look... Here's the thing. If it, it, it could be at the parking lot at a fucking Lawson's. If it's a great match, people are going to know about it and hear about it, and it's going to get buzz, and away we go, right? So truth be told, I don't really think it matters too much because, again, if it's a great match, people will go out of their way to watch it, and it doesn't matter what the building is. Next up is Ren Narita. We've already spoken about Ren, so you're thinking two points for Ren, but you're not going to say who he's going to get them against. We're saving that. Saving that, but yes, I have him down as with two points. And also, Doki, who we've spoken about before. How many points for Doki? Because this is a bit of a weird one, because he is an experienced wrestler, and you he, he's not going to be losing all his matches, but it's quite difficult to see him getting wins over experienced New Japan guys, given that he is an indie wrestler. And do you want to have him coming in and possibly, I mean, do you think there's a chance that the more experienced New Japan guys would be upset about having to put him over in these matches? You know, guys like mm. a, a Rocky or a, I don't know. No. What's, 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 what's your thoughts on this? I don't think, I don't think that there's any, I can't say that there's none, right? But I, I, I the sense and feeling that I get from the people that I've spoken with is that that locker room is not that crazy of, I'm not going to put that fucking guy over. You know what I mean? Like, And you hear a lot of stories elsewhere where you, you, you get that. I mean, we've heard stories <laughs> on pretty big fucking shows, right, Joel? <laughs> where, where there's been some issues, right? Um, where people with, with big fucking heads uh, aren't, aren't willing to put people over. Uh, but I don't think this locker room is that way. I really don't. Um, so, no, I don't think that there'll be a problem with that. 
but you have to consider. I, I can't imagine New Japan sitting there rebooking this entire fucking thing with these two people out. Like that's got to be a pain in the ass. I would really think that they're just being slotted into a large degree of the role that Despy and and Flip would have had, right? So the, what would you have projected Flip to have if we're in agreement that Doki is going to be the guy that's um, in the Flip role, right, with points and and. Well, no, I, I thought Doki is the replacement for, for El Desperado. Desperado. Okay, 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 perfect. Okay, good. Um, I don't see him getting as many points as Despi would have got. And I saw okay. Despi as a guy who was going into the final night with a chance of winning it. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, and Flip, I thought he would get way more points than Narita will. So I think there was a lot of reshuffling that would have had to be yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. So you're... I again, I, to answer the question, I don't think that there's an issue with guys going over. How many points then? Who does he be- I mean... Yeah, who does, does he, he beat, though? Well, we've got yeah. a question account. Now, Victory says, does Doki beat anyone except Narita? I Beats could see Narita. him picking up more wins than that. He could He could have wins against maybe the the outsider guys. You know, he could have a win over a Bandido, for he can wait. He could beat over Rocky. He could beat Eagles. Uh, do you want him to beat Eagles? I mean, Eagles is Eagles is one of those guys where it's he's brought in at specific times during the year, but it's not like he's a main cog in the wheel here. Okay, I'm looking at the other guys in the block. Who could he beat? Rocky? He could beat Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, I think he could beat Eagles. He could beat Narita. He could yep. beat Bandido. I don't think he's going to be beating El Fantasmo. No. Or Osprey. No. Or Bushi. Probably not. Or Taguchi. Or, yeah, I can't see him beating any of those guys. Me neither. Me neither. So, Rocky, Narita. You think Bandito? I think I think Bandito beats him. It depends how long he's sticking around for. Because if he is going to be a, a regular Suzuki guy from this point onwards, then you'd want to give him maybe one signature win so people can sit up and take notice and be like, wow, this guy's really good. It depends on if they're going to do that, though. Would you do that to a guy who, let's be honest here, seems like he's a bit part-time in Mexico as it is, um, and he's he works more as a liaison for the Japanese talent when they go to Mexico. Um, he's more he, – he's to me, he feels more of a Rocky Romero than Rocky Romero, right? Uh Oh, he's, 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 he, you know, I, I would, I would think Bandito would get a win over him on paper. Let's talk, let's talk about Bandito himself then, who is going to be making his inaugural appearance in Best of the Super Juniors from Ring of Honor, took part in that amazing three-way IWGP Junior tag team match, the three-way at Madison Square Garden expecting a lot of spectacular matches. We saw actually one of his matches live uh, at the Hilton against Will Ospreay in that uh, WrestleCon Super Show, which was very, very good, really spectacular. So that's definitely worth re-watching. So I'm excited to see him going up against the likes of Ospreay. Uh, Eagles, I think Eagles Bandido will be a really good match. Uh, Bandido against El Fantasma will be great. In terms of points, again, I don't think he's going to be a factor going into the last day. Eight or ten. 
Yeah, I think it's fair, right? And again, if we're using Teton as the, as a comparison, I kind of feel like he's that guy too. Where um, I think Bandito has enough of a, of a name that you can get a win over him, and it means something. And yet, he could still be that guy that that moves people out of the way that needs to be moved out of the equalizer, as you'd like to call it. So um, I see him in that role in this block, oddly enough. So um, yeah, I think a middle of the road, a higher middle of the road point total is, is fair. Yeah. Uh, I can see him getting wins over just about, I mean, you can make an argument for just about anybody in that block. Bandito could possibly get a win over and it wouldn't be shocking. El Fantasmo then made his big debut, got a big win over a pinfall on Will Ospreay in the match they had at Wrestling Dontaku. So this is an interesting one because he's a debuting guy and we found Taiji Ishimori in a similar spot last year where he was the featured newcomer, got the big opening segment and went on to make the final of the tournament. So... I kind of feel that you don't want El Fantasmo taking too many losses here, do you? No, it would be counterproductive to what they've accomplished so far with the guy. Um, I mean, also, what... let, let me add something that I think is quite important: that he yeah. is the Rev Pro British Cruiserweight Champion and the British J Cup winner. Right. So, given their relationship with Rev Pro, just another reason why I think he's going to be booked quite strongly in this tournament with the spotlight shining so bright on him, I can't see many people that I would have him lose to in that block. Rocky, he beats Rocky. Eagles, he probably should beat Eagles, right? Narita, yes. Uh, Bandito, I, I I think yes. Will, maybe not. Bushi, could, should. Taguchi, sure. I don't think that's, that, that's a stretch. And yo, not a, not, not, you know, I think he should. Uh, Who am I missing? Um, Rocky, Eagles, Narita, Bandito, Will, Bushi, Taguchio, Doki. Doki, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could beat him too. So to me, that block feels like a between him. And will, right? I think that's where we see that kind of settling down at the end of the day. That's where it's going to fall between him and Will. So I see him at, at the top of of the points, um, if not the top at the of the points. But he's going to be very high in the mix. I can't see him losing often. Just again, it would be counterproductive. And then just the names that are already in that block. I think he can, on paper, he should be able to get through all of those. Osprey then. His fourth consecutive tournament, he won in his debut in Best of Super Juniors in 2016. And again, he finds himself in a bit of a strange position because a lot of people speculated that he was not long for the junior division and he would end up as a heavyweight. But now he, they've been going to great lengths to mention that he's still a junior, still a junior, still a junior, and now he's here in the Best of Super Juniors. And again, there is an argument to be made if you want to put this guy really strongly, if this what Osprey is going to be a guy who's going to go into the G1. You could make the argument to have him go unbeaten in his block and just have him and Shingo, two unbeaten Unbeaten. guys in their blocks going. Yeah. I don't see it playing out that way, but 
I do hear the arguments for people who who are saying that. That's not bad though, if you think about it. That's that's actually pretty great. Two unbeaten's meeting in the finals. Um, and you're right, Joel. How do you how do you turn back the hands of time and erase matches where Will beats Jeff Cobb and beats Lance Archer? Ibushi. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to take that he can get past those type of of gentlemen and not be able to get past Bushi or Rocky Romero, <laughs> right? Uh, no offense. Forever. To Gucci. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like I think we've done enough legwork to say, okay, Will Ospreay is, is this type of performer. He's got to be able to get past that, or then he just looks like a fucking geek. Uh, do I think it's 100% necessary for him to go undefeated? No, I don't. I think he will lose. Will, will lose. Not many matches, though. And I think it's, like I said, I think it, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, point totals, it's between him and El Fantasmo. And um, I think we see Will and Shingo in the finals. Okay, let's talk about everyone's favorite, Bushi, who is making his seventh appearance in Best of the Super Juniors. He is a person who can be a bit hit or miss with his matches. He can tend to sort of get into those spots where he's choking people with his T-shirt and the matches are just a bit of a drag. But he can put on good matches when he's got the right opponent against him. And in terms of points here, I don't see him being a factor going into the final night. I could see him... I mean, thinking last year, he picked up a really big win against Will Ospreay. I don't think he's going to be beating Ospreay this year. Uh, I am looking forward to him having his big grudge match with Rocky Romero because apparently they legitimately dislike each other in real life. But uh, Bushi, again, I'm thinking the 8 to 10 spot. It's pretty high, though. That's not, that's not, you know. Again, I look at the list and I'm like, who would I put above Bushi? And it's Will and it's. He's Fantasma. a former champion. Let's not yeah. forget. Yeah. Um, I would probably put him above Bandito. I would probably put him above... I would definitely put him above Rocky and Narita. Doki. Yeah. I think he's high. I think he's higher than people are are, are, are comfortable with, to be honest with you. I think he... Yeah. I think, I, I think he'll be in the mix. I mean, it'll. It, he's not getting, making it to the finals, mind you. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him poking around in the semifinals, though. Yeah, so he's got uh, Narita on the final night, and you could see him being in a situation where he's got to win and hope other people, other matches go in his favor mm-hmm. because he's going to miss out based on tiebreakers. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, where, that's, that's what I say. That's what I say. In the mix, but not like he needs outside help to kind of make things happen. Um, so that's kind of where I see him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cheating a little bit. I'm looking at like the final nights, June 3rd in that block. The last night it's Taguchi and Will Ospreay. It's Romero against Bandito. It's Yo against Robbie Eagles. It's Ren Narita against Bushi. 
and it's El Fantasmo against Doki. Hmm. Any anything stick out to you on that one? To me, it's Taguchi and Osprey. I think Eagles gets a win over Yo to set up a junior tag challenge at Dominion. Okay. I think we'll get like Eagles and maybe Ishimori or Eagles and El Fantasmo against Rapongi 3K. Okay. I think I'm imagining a situation where El Fantasmo beats Doki and he's level on points with Osprey. Maybe he's got the tiebreaker over him because he's got the main event, I think, in Karakuen, May 22nd, against Osprey. So I could see El Fantasmo winning that. And then he's le- he, he beats Doki and he's level on points with Osprey with a tiebreaker over him. And then he's hoping for a Taguchi win. So just maybe a straight shot, main event, Osprey versus Taguchi. If Osprey wins, he's through to the final and he does win. Right. Yeah, that, that makes that makes that seems like a logical conclusion. Uh May thirty first, just for FYI, that block A last show, uh Tiger Mask versus Teton, Dragon Lee versus Marty Skrull, Show versus Jonathan Gresham. Shingo Takai, I can't pronounce his last name. You know, you notice how I never pronounce his last name, right? Uh, against Taiji Ishimori, Kanemaru, Mich- and uh, Taka. Hmm. How about Ishimori fucking Shingo? Whew. That Kanemaru versus Taka is underrated. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Two Suzuki-gun boys. A lot yeah. of shenanigans. Yeah. But in terms of permutations... I don't think Show or Gresham are going to be in the mix then. Tiger and Titan won't be in the mix. So it's going to be those top two matches. Dragon Lee, Marty Skull. I could see Skull maybe playing spoiler to Dragon Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And then maybe just a straight shot. Shingo against Ishimori. Whoever wins that wins the block and then Shingo wins. Yep. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, so that took care of that. Uh, kind of like where we thought things were going to sit. Um, we did everybody right in that block, right? We did uh, uh, Taguchi. I mean, okay, right. Taguchi's been how many has he got? A lot of best of super juniors. I'll have to look at Andrew Rich's thing. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One in 2012, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16th. Wow, wow, 16th best of the super juniors. Amazing. Um, what are your feelings on Taguchi? Because He's a guy that last year in our preview, we said, oh, well, when he gets a tap on the shoulder, he can have really good matches. But I don't actually remember him having any good matches in that best of the Super Juniors. So he was a bit disappointing last year. But he did have a really good match against Ishimori this year when he challenged for the title. So it's just hard to know where you stand with Taguchi. Does he still have it in him to put on a really good singles match in a high-pressure, high-intensity tournament like best of the Super Juniors? Well, he's got an opportunity on June third against Will Osprey. Right? He's got to have a serious match then, hasn't he? Yep. Yep. That's going to be the acid test. You, yep. That's you, be that the- is a biggest tap on the shoulder that there is. Yep. He's main event in that fucking show, and you know it's going to play a factor in. And just like in in the scenario that you kind of outlined, you know, Will wins. He's 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 off to the to the finals. Um, that's a, that's a that's a big spotlight match, especially when you consider this tournament as a whole, right? I think there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this tournament. This is a hot... This is the best of the fucking Super Juniors, man. Um, 
that June third show is going to be okay. Do you still got another one in the tank to Gooch? Um, I think he does. I think he does, and I think he'll deliver. Um, and it's and it's a little bit of an easier road to hoe when you got Will Osprey in the ring. But I think Will, you know, that's that's going to be a, a key. Uh, but I will say this: I I think that he's going to be doing those type of matches in very select scenarios. I don't think overall we're going to be seeing. We're not going to use this as a uh, compilation tape of best of Taguchi. Um, I think there'll be good matches. I think we'll see some nonsense. But I think the the great matches will be, I don't want to say few and far between, but I think they'll be spread out throughout this tournament. And But again, that's that's one opportunity that he has to deliver in, and I think he will. Last person uh, to talk about is Yo, who has previously been in Best of Super Juniors in 2015 as a young line and 2018. Again, I'm not expecting him to be in the mix on the final day, uh, I think his story is going to be more about setting up future feuds over the junior tag team championship. But if you're looking at this block, he is probably one of the better workers. I see him, he's a better wrestler than Rocky, better than Narita, just because he's a bit further along in his career, better than Doki, better than Bushi, better than Taguchi. So I'm kind of relying on Yo here to be delivering some good quality from an in-ring standpoint um in terms of points i mean he's yeah eight maybe is that too generous yeah i think i think i think a middle of the road eight is i don't know if it's too generous but i think it's kind of where we would yeah eight is probably a good number to kind of rest your your rest your hat on yeah when does he wrestle uh i'm scrolling through the blocks here and i'm scrolling through the shows i'm looking for when he takes on rocky because i think that'll be a, oh here we go uh that would be on may 22nd he takes on rocky romero um in uh, what's the headline on that osprey's phantasmo show so it's that show on the 22nd it's osprey against phantasmo marty versus shingo Bandito against Narita, Show against Kanemaru, Bushi Doki, Tiger Mask Dragon Lee, and then Rocky Yo, Teton Jonathan Gresham, Taguchi Robbie Eagles, and then lastly Ishimori versus Taka Michinoku. So it's one of those May twenty second every match a junior singles match. Whew. Whew. I got a fucking boner on that one. Nice. I ran a Twitter poll, Damon, to see who th- everyone thought was going to win the blocks. Uh, a block, 80% thought it was going to be Shingo. 11% Dragon Lee. 7% Ishimori. 2% Show. Uh, B block, 69% Osprey. 16% El Fantasmo. Do you think Osprey versus Shingo is too obvious as a final? Mm, I, don't th- I don't think it's written in granite. I don't think it's chiseling in stone. Um, I think that's. But I look. You need a. You 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 want to have a big match in the, in the big building, the big boy building. You you want this. You um. You want something that's going to be the talk of the town. What what two other guys 
can could you possibly have that again we have people that are hurt i understand but um of the people that are in this tournament this is what everybody's kind of wanting i'll be i'll go so far as to say i think there might even be disappointment if if it's not like if they try to fucking hoodwink somebody and just kind of you know outbook themselves they usually don't do stuff like that they do, usually do the smart logical thing i th- i think i think they want to i think everybody really deep down wants this it's a match that uh, is people throw around dream match a lot. This is a, this is a dream dreamy match. Let, let's 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 just do the right thing and, and and go forward with it. Do you think they're both going to be in the G one? Joe, I've said it a thousand times that New Japan would be just idiotic to not have Will Ospreay in that G one. Shingo, I think, will be eventually. I don't think this year. I don't. Um, but I, I, I look, again, we all know that his course is not junior heavyweight for his duration in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Will Ospreay's already established the fact that he can compete with the big boys, beat big boys. He was already in New Japan Cup. I mean, it would just be illogical for him not to be in it. I think I think he's a stone cold lock. I don't think Shingo is in. It's interesting here. You're just looking at these cards that Will Ospreay has been given. Guys like El Fantasmo and Robbie Eagles and Bandido on the four big shows. To I mean, they're the outsiders. He's been put in those spots to help make them into stars, hasn't he? I mean, of anybody on that roster that could do it, it's him. Um, to so all guys that he's worked with before on various independent shows, you know, it's not like he. A lot of these guys are first time matches with. You know, he's we we mentioned the the shows in New York with Bandito. We mentioned shows that he's wrestled with Robbie Eagles before. Um, he's wrestled El Fantasmo many times. I mean, he's, it, it isn't. It is nice that he already has that name recognition and that position within New Japan to help them further their star power. Those those people that we mentioned. I think. Uh, I think it can only help, right? And I think that there was a rhyme and a reason for that as well. So, um, no smart moves by them. Smart moves by them. And and another thing, I, I, again, I just want to mention. I don't think it's necessarily going to hurt Will if Will loses in the finals. I think Will can lose in the finals and still maintain his trajectory uh, with heavyweights. I don't think he loses a step losing in the finals if he does lose to Shingo. Here's an interesting question from Grizzly Shark. Who takes a pin first, Shingo or El Fantasmo? (sighs) Well, according to my bracket... Uh, Shingo takes the first fall. Let's do it. Let's get into these uh, these um, pickums. Let's do a pickums live. So if you haven't done yours yet, open it up. Get on voicesofwrestling.com. Find the link to the best of the super juniors pickum, and you can copy all our picks and <laughs> probably finish what about five hundred if the G one was <laughs> to go by. I, what was the last one? The New Japan Cup. I was I was so down the bottom. It was unbelievable. But it was weird check. because yeah, but it was like I but. Here's the thing. I was close in the finals. It was it's like I always kind of get the end result 
really close, if not dead spot on. It's how I get there. <laughs> I get there a completely different path than they do, and that's where I shit the bed. Um, and I think that'll be the same thing here. Like my path won't be necessarily the right way to get there, but eventually I'll get there along with the company. So uh, it's fun. All right, yeah, follow along. Let's do. It. All right, so first match then we've got Tiger Mask versus Taka Michinoku. Uh, I'm going for Taka here. I think Taka's going to have a hot start in this tournament. They've got to reestablish I, him. I agree, and it's a coin flip for me, um, but I, I went Taka in my pick as well. And then we've got Titan against Kanemaru. Mm, I'm going to go for Kanemaru here. All right, well, that's where we differ. I went with Titan uh, out of the gate to uh, give him a little bit of uh, momentum because, again... He's going to be pretty much 50-50 for me going through here. But, um, yeah, he gets the win on, on the opening night. Mighty Skull versus Jonathan Gresham. Uh, I think I'm going to pick Gresham to get the upset there to help establish him. Nice. Uh, I went with Marty. So, uh, again, I just don't think he has the – he could use it. This will be a perfect opportunity to get a win and, and get his name rolling. But uh, I went with the easy hand of Marty. Dragon Lee versus Ishimori rematch from their brilliant title match at Dontaku. I think Ishimori is going to get his win back here. I agree. And I think he needs to. Um, and I think he closes the show with uh, a little on-mic uh, work and all that fun stuff. So, yep, I want Ishimori. Do you think it's uh, a misstep that show versus Shingo, this really built-up singles match, is not the main event of this show? Or do you think that's fair enough because you've got the champion on the show? Champion should close. I think the champion should close, especially if if the plan is we're going to give him uh, have him look at the lights to set up a future challenge, possibly. Then yeah, I think I think it's a strong uh, end of a show. And what about Show versus Shingo? I am going to pick Shingo here. I think this is going to be one of those feuds like Okada Sonata where it's very one sided. I can see just Shingo beating him every single time. He'll rack up like 4-0, 5-0, something like that. And when Sho finally gets his win, it will be on a, a big stage and it will mean a lot. But I'm going to go for Shingo here. I, I went with Sho. I went with Sho. Um, and here's why. I, 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 I like the fact that they, they like to open up tournaments with maybe shocker matches, you know, Things that kind of stick out in my mind might have been in the past. Um, uh, and again, this is the easy example, but G1, Yoshihashi beating Kenny Omega, right? Um, I wouldn't put this in that same category, mind you. I think, you know, to, to make things even and make things give people the element of surprise and the element of doubt, um, I have Shingo taking a fall. Right out of the gate, first match. Now, again, I have him in the finals, so he's not going to be doing this often. But I like the idea. Maybe this is just my own little fantasy booking ideas, but I love the idea of show getting a surprise upper hand win over a guy who hasn't taken a pinfall yet. It would mean something. It would continue this feud, um, and, and, and it would resonate. Um, um, I'm kind of in on having show pick up uh, a, a, a shocker here in the first round. With the shock arrow or roll up, how do you see it going down? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to say. I mean, I, I would love to, for it to be a definitive, definitive. I don't want it to be a slip on a banana peel win, that's for sure. It's got to be strong. I mean, and, and when I mean strong, I don't mean 
Ishimori destroying Kushida at the Dome strong. But I, I mean a good back-and-forth battle that this night's show got the upper hand on. Um, and it wakes up Shingo, and he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, okay, I can't theoretically coast my way through this tournament. I got to fucking find another gear, and, and maybe he does that. All right, so the next night then, that's going to be uh, May 14th, Renderita against Doki. Um, I'm going to go for the win for Doki here. Uh, yes, I have that as well. Uh, do I have that as well? Let me see, make sure. Uh, yes, I do have that as well. Uh, Doki gets his uh, debut win. And then Rocky Romero against Robbie Eagles. I'm going to go for Robbie Eagles here. Robbie Eagles as well. I think that's a fair pick. And then we have uh, Bandido against El Fantasmo. Hmm. This is a both tricky guys one. Could, yeah, both guys should use a win here. Uh, El Fantasmo. I can't see him taking a loss on his first singles match. Yeah, I went El Fantasmo too. And then Will Ospreay against Bushi. Can you hear Scampy crying outside? Yeah, I can. I'm going to let him in. You, you, uh, yeah. One minute. So, you, yeah, Osprey against Bushi. You go ahead. Uh, look, as much as uh, we have a, a, a large vocal contingent of fans that are into Bushi, unfortunately, tears will be rolling down your faces uh, as big, massive, Heavyweight Will Osprey, who just barely gets in. There's, a, there's going to be a scale. He's going to be dehydrated, <laughs> uh, cutting weight. But Will Osprey uh, will not be eating the night before. Make weight and defeat Bushi um, here in the opening uh, night. Uh, then, oh, did I give my pick for no, that? Osprey against Bushi. Bushi is going to lose. Osprey is going to win that. And then we have Taguchi against Yo. Hmm, this is a tricky one. I think I'm going to give this to Yo. Wow. Okay. You would think they would split, right? I don't think they would do two nights back to back, both Rapongi 3K eating pins. Um. In the same breath, I don't think they go back to back getting wins. Uh, so if I say show, I, that means Joe takes the fall. I'm going to Gooch. And again, remember, Taguch is in that final match. So he's got to pick up wins every once in a while. So I think this is a, a place where he can pick up a win against Joe. Okay, so May 16th in Almori, we got Renarita against Robbie Eagles. Oh, no, I've missed one here. There's a, a May the 15th. We've got Jonathan Gresham against Takamichinoku. Um, I'm also going to pick Taka here. Wow, he's going. You, you got him going twofer, huh? Yeah, I think he's a guy who, because he's picked up so few wins, he needs to have a, a hot start to this tournament. Okay. Um, I went with Jonathan only because um, of him losing to Marty. I like to kind of keep it a little bit even as close as possible, and I think Taka is a guy that he can beat, so we'll even him up and give him the win. And then Tiger Mask versus Kanemaru, the two grumpy boys going on it. Yeah. Grouches. Uh, who did I pick here? Uh, I went with uh, the alcoholic Kanemaru. I'm going to go for Tiger Mask here. And then we got Titan against Ishimori. Going Ishimori. No, we got Titan versus uh, Shingo. Ah, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, Titan, Shingo. Shingo. Shingo as well. I have Shingo getting getting back to the winning ways. Uh, getting a pinfall over Titan, yes. I'm just distracted because I've got two cats in here now. Scampy's Oh, <laughs> trying to burrow chaos. under the duvet. There's there's going to be shenanigans, so watch this space. 
So right. what was that last week? T-Town against Shingo. Yep. Uh, we got Marty versus Ishimori. Uh, yeah, who you got for... Ishimori. Ishimori against Marty. Okay. Um, let's just, that, 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 Shingo and then Marty. So I told you this was going to be a great podcast. Yep. But see, what I've got here, I've got a um, spreadsheet that's going to calculate the points because I want to see the points here yeah, as yeah. I'm doing it. Well, that's where you've I'm going to fall you're behind. You're more prepared than me. If you, you've already done this beforehand, right? I, I did a, at least half of it, right? Um, but, but what's going to happen is, is that I didn't do points, right? I just went with who do I think is going to win based off of points, but I don't have a point calculator so my point total could be totally fucking off by the time it's done i'll be like oh no i gotta change this because i have fucking yo with 200 points this can't possibly be all right i'm going marty scar to get the win over ishimori here and then dragon lee versus show dragon lee yes i have dragon lee as well all right there you go may 16th renderita robbie eagles robbie eagles Robbie Eagles as well. Okay. Yo versus Bandido. Bandido. Yeah, Bandido. Going Bandido as well. Bushi L. Fan. Tasma. Yeah, as soon as I've got the spreadsheet open, maybe you take the lead. <laughs> You've got the pictures in front of you, right? <laughs> yeah, I got them, yeah. Yeah. So Bushi against Phantasma. I got Phantasma. Yeah. Mm, He's not going to be taking a loss to Bushi. I have Bushi winning. Oh, okay. Look, Bushi's got to get wins, right? He's yeah. going to get wins somewhere, right? And Bullet Club, LIJ, that kind of... I, I You know there's going to be some kind of fucking bullshit involved. Guarantee you will see Mist. I don't think there's that. That's that's going to be that's not too far fetched. Bushi's got to pick up a win, and I think it could be very well be here. All right, then we got Osprey against Rocky. Uh, Osprey's got to win though. Yeah, there's no way Rocky pins will right. Give me mm. a percentage. Ten percent chance. Less than that. Less than that. Less than that too. And then lastly, we got Tuguch and uh, I keep mispronouncing uh, Doki, right? Doki. Doki. Yeah. Doki. Okay. Uh, we'll Tuguch. Yeah, Taguchi's got to win that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Taguchi for that. Uh, then May 18th, Yamagata, we have show against Taka. Oh, do I want to go all in on my bad start for show? Mm. No, I'm going to say show picks up the win against Taka. I've chickened out. Ah, there you go. Well, there's 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 my second win for show. Um, so that's where he starts 2-1, and one, picks up a uh, Taka win and a Shingo win, loses the Dragon Lee. May 18th, he gets back on the winning ways against Taka Michinoku. Marty Skull, Tiger Mask. I'm going for Marty here. I also went Marty, yes. Titan against Ishimori. I went Titan. Mm. Because Ishimori beat Marty and Lee. I can't have him go 3-0. I am going to go for Ishimori here because I've already had him losing to Marty Skull. Yeah, if you have him so, losing, then yeah, that's then yeah, he can pick up the win. But I didn't have him losing yet, so I, I needed him to pick up a fucking loss somewhere. And I figured that might be a good one. Again, I, I call Teton the equalizer. Let, let's let's fucking let's let's play that out. Dragon Lee versus Jonathan Gresham. Who have you got? 
You can't oh, no, possibly. Lee. Yeah, you can't give Jonathan Gresham the win here. Dragon Lee. Okay, and then we also have Shingo Kanemaru. Shingo against Kanemaru. Shingo. Shingo. Yep, absolutely. 